This is an SJC Radio production. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Welcome to episode three of season eight of Pit Stop, joined at present by Joe and Finn. Good evening, you two. Good evening. And, and Ed. Should be with us. He might, he might, he might just okay. appear out of the blue. Now, Finn, got a question for you, Finn. Finn, turn your sound on. It does help if your sound's on, Finn. Um, am yeah, I right to think it's your birthday today? No. I don't know why that happened. Oh. Because I basically, when I sent out my Facebook yeah. account, I just put a random date you put in. a random date. Ah, that explains why it says that you're 19 today. <laughs> Right, so it's not your birthday. Because I thought it was a bit of a coincidence no. that your birthday appeared to be the same day as Scarlett's, you, you know, Max's girlfriend. I thought it was a bit of a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. So it's not your birthday after all. Okay, never mind. Uh, moving on, uh, downloads. Current downloads. We're on 3,992. Next week, we'll obviously break the, the 4,000 barrier, which is great. As usual, Joe is eating his dinner. Joe, what, what, what's for dinner tonight then? Well, since we're recording on a Friday, yeah, uh, I always have pizza on a Friday, so I've got some pizza, which is beautiful. Uh, and margarita or no, it's a, it's a meat feast with a stuffed crust. Very good. So Very pretty good. good. I, I noticed, Joe, that you always eat j- during our recordings. Yeah, I'm always eating full stop. So oh, yeah, 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 okay. you eat full... yeah. Pretty. I think my dentist called me a grazer. Um, oh, Ed's joined. I mean, at your age, you probably burn it all off. I think I think Ed is here now. Ed, hello, Ed. Oh, yeah. Good to have you back, Ed. <laughs> now, cool. some of our listeners probably might have been thinking that you, because you haven't been with us for a while, that you've probably lost all interest in motorsport. Can you just explain your 
absence for the last few months? Yeah, so uh, I play a lot of tennis and tennis training typically falls on a, on a Wednesday evening. Finished about seven. Uh, we tend to start recording at seven on a Wednesday evening, so it sort of clashes a little bit. But tennis has now moved to a Thursday, so I've got the, the Wednesday available for pit stop again. So here's the next question for you, Ed. Has your interest in Formula One diminished at all? Or, or not? Um, I think the only reason it would have diminished at all would have been the off-season, really. Oh, I see. I think I speak for everyone when, when I say, sort of, you, you sort of lose a little bit of interest when there's, there's nothing happening. Oh, well, but, that's... you know, we're, we're, there's stuff happening now. We've got a few cars being released, which is quite nice. Yeah. And sort of a bit more interest coming yeah. into it. So. Yes, and funny enough, Finn, about five minutes ago, sent me a picture. When you say the Red Bull, I got a feeling it was just the Red Bull colour scheme, am I right? Yeah. to the car? It looks exactly the same, except from there is... Yeah. I think there's Castora's sponsorship, and that's the only difference. Yeah, I agree, Finn. I mean, to me, it looked yeah. like the same colour scheme as last year. Well, sorry, what's the difference, Joe? There's okay. a new sponsor Yeah. Um, behind the front tyres. I think it's Castore. And that's that's the only difference I can I don't see the point. Looking at it now, the paint on the nose is definitely a lot. I don't see the point in in releasing a colour scheme. You you, you release the car with its new colour scheme. And if the colour scheme's the same as last year, then I don't see the point in that at all. Uh, Hey-ho. Now, uh, okay, that was obviously moved on. What's caught your eye? Well, we had the Red Bull colour scheme reveal, same as last year. So that wasn't very very exciting. The harsh. The Haas. Now, I was talking about this with Ed and Finn the other day. Okay, let's go to you, Joe. The Haas. Well, I was told today that it looked like a penguin, but I quite like it. <laughs> it looks like a penguin. Yeah, okay. No, I think they've done a, I think they've done a, a good job with it. I like how they're sponsored by Palm Angels. What is Palm Angels? They're like a, a streetwear fashion brand. Oh, okay. That's okay. Um, which, which I wasn't expecting Haas to be. I can't imagine uh, Kevin Magnussen in the Palm Angels tracksuit, but we might see it. Yeah. Um, I think it looks good. I like it. Right, you like it. Finn, your opinion? I think you've got a different opinion to Joe. Rubbish. That's a concise answer, Finn. Thank you for that. Let's go to Wed. It might be a slightly longer answer, yeah. possibly. Um, I prefer it to last year's. I think it's a bit more going on. I, think, I guess last year they didn't have much choice in what they could do with it, really. Because of all the the issues with um, Euralkly and yeah. Mazapins and all of that, but yeah, I think it's right. Quite like the colour scheme. I think will look good. Yeah, but, but not is, a bad livery, I don't think. I, I like last year's colour scheme. I thought that white and red worked really well. But uh, and uh, we, I think I prefer this year's. Well, we've got some grey, haven't we? we? We we've got grey. Now, to me, grey is not a very exciting colour. But hey ho, something that caught my eye. Um, Last week in Ed, I've come up with a new game, new quiz mm-hmm. called Who Am I? It's different to the one we did before. And last week's Who Am I was Jensen Button. Now, Jensen Button has been in the news this week because Jensen Button is going to race at Le Mans this year, which in itself is interesting. But what's even more interesting is the car that he's racing in. He's not racing in a prototype or a GT car. Instead, he's racing in a NASCAR Chevrolet uh, Camaro. Um, so uh, an American stock car, NASCAR, is going to race at Le Mans this year, and Jensen Button's going to be one of the drivers. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I can guarantee you one thing, the car will be very loud. 
talking about Le Mans, um, this year is the 100th anniversary of Le Mans. It's not the 100th race. It's the 100th um, year since, obviously, the first year. Uh, because, of course, there was uh, World War Two. So, um, it's obviously, a big event this year. It's going to be a set-out. 300,000 spectators. Um, I think it's a complete set-out already. My brother's going. Um, I've decided not to go. Um, I'm going to other races uh, anyway. Is that because it's too hot? Uh, not too hot. I think for me, because I don't because I don't want to rough it. I, I you know I don't mind camping in a tent for one night, but camping in a tent for three nights and roughing it, I don't want to do that. So you can go for sort of you can go for some more market camping. But the trouble is, the cost of that was about seven hundred pounds for a weekend, and I thought well actually that's a bit too much. I think for a weekend. Um, I'm going to see the. I'm going to Belgium anyway, and and, and um, uh, Italy to watch the WEC. So I, I don't mind missing Le Mans for that. Right now, um, last weekend was really uh, the start of the uh, international um, race calendar. Um, it was the Daytona 24 Hours. Before I talk about it, did any of you see anything about it at all? Ed, you wouldn't know anything about it. Uh, Finn, did you see anything? Any videos on YouTube? Uh, Finn's just leaving the room. I don't know why. Perhaps he's going to get something. Um, he's, Finn's now come back. You're going to say something, Finn? No, no he's not. No, he's going back into the room. Fine. Um, Joe. Oh, did you see it, sir? What's that, sir? Are you going to say it? Did you see it? It was difficult for me to watch it for a number of reasons. Um, a, the live feed went down, so nobody in the world on the internet could watch the start of the race. Secondly, I was in Austria skiing last week. Um, so I, what I would do when I was going up a gondola, on, a, on a quite a long gondola, I would get my phone out, tune into IMSA TV and try and watch a bit. But it's very, very difficult. It's very difficult to... Uh, Keep, keep track of what's going on when you're only sort of dipping in every, I don't know, when you're only dipping in when you're not when you're on a gondola ride. So uh, I saw bits of I did watch about the last three hours though, and that was my recommendation to you to watch the last three hours. So I saw bits of it. Uh, any other questions? I don't do a monologue here, so it's probably best if you ask me some questions. Uh, standout driver or event? Okay, well I'll tell you what. The standout driver, I think, was probably Tom Blomquist. You've probably heard of Tom Blomquist, wasn't he? A Formula E, I think. Formula, sorry, Formula E driver. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you the race result. My prediction. I said, an Acura would win. I said it would be the Wayne Taylor, number ten Acura that would win. That came second. Uh, it was the other Acura, uh, the Maya Shank um, Acura, which won last year as well. It's this a the bubblegum coloured car. Um, so it, was, it was an Acura yeah. one too. The drivers in there. Tom Blomquist, probably the standout. Um, Colin Braun, you wouldn't have heard of him, but he, he's a really, you know, really good driver. Simon Pagano and Elio Castroneves, they're both IndyCar drivers. So they had a really good driver lineup there. So it was an Acura one too, and it was a um, Cadillac 345. Any other questions? What was it like? So, say you're sat next to someone on a gondola and you just whip out your phone. Yeah, I had the sound off then, so, so people wouldn't wouldn't know. So, without the sound on and with a very small screen, it, it was quite challenging for, for me to follow it. Um, 
if anyone else like have a peek over your shoulder like. Well, well, they, well they might have I suppose. Did you watch it with anyone? Were you like sharing the phone? No, no I wasn't doing that. Now, here we go. Um, the, the, the P2 class um, was remarkable because the winning margin, um, it was 0.016 seconds. Uh, it, it, it was it was decided on the line. So uh, the car, the, the Proton uh, car, which was in second place, snatched the lead on the finish line. Um, that was in fact it was it was Proton team's first P2 race, uh, and they took and the second place was the CrowdStrike uh, team. It was their first P2 race as well. The Proton team, by the way. Um, they're going to campaign a Porsche 963 later in the season. So when Porsche start releasing their customer customer 963s, the Proton team are going to step up to uh, GTP. That I mean, that, that's all I can really say about the event. The event was considered considered very successful. There's a record crowd at Daytona. There were concerns about reliability. That this was the debut race of the GTP cars, and they don't sort of um, they don't make life easy by having like a two hour race to start the season with. Season starts with the longest race, the 24 hours of Daytona. You know, some of these teams, I mean, the winning team, for example, they said the longest test they had done, the longest run they had done was four hours. So um, these teams weren't all that well prepared for a 24-hour race. As it turns out, reliability wasn't much of, of an issue. Now, these cars have got the, the, the hybrids. It's the first time hybrids, uh, they've used hybrids in, in IMSA. Um, so there's concern that this new technology it might not be reliable um, and it turned out to be very reliable I think there was just one DNF amongst the GTPs, I think one of the BMWs didn't finish I think one of the Porsche 963s had some hybrid issues as well I think they had to replace the hybrid unit actually, but all in all the cars were reliable, the cars look amazing, I'll tell you what, I do love the Cadillacs, I particularly love the yellow and black Cadillac uh, Basically, basically, I like any race car, which is yellow, because yellow looks really, really good. But the Cadillac's a great-looking car in yellow. It looks amazing. Um, so I think that's all I, that's all I can say about Daytona. It was, it was, it was a successful event. Um, yeah, I, th I think that. Looking, looking forward to the next well, week or so. Well, hold on. I, the next round, I've just counted for two seconds, um, it doesn't get any easier for these GTP cars because they've had their longest race. Um, their next race is the Sebring 12 hours. <clears throat> now, the Sebring 12 hours, obviously, it's half the length of the Daytona 24 hours, but that's considered more of a car breaker than Daytona. It's quite a bumpy track surface. So it, life doesn't get easier for these GTP cars, basically. And we might see Sebring might be a race of attrition, which Daytona didn't turn out to be. So, right, Joe, back to you. Uh, within the next week, so hopefully by the next time we've been able to record this, um, Williams and Alfa Romeo would have released their liveries. Like I said, so, um, so not their cars. No. This is this is oh dear, this this releasing their. And then from that, yeah. within two weeks, yeah. so oh, the week after that. Yeah. Uh, all the cars would release that, so we can ponder on them. All the cars released their, their, their liveries or their cars? Well, supposedly their cars. Right. The only ones, that, the only teams that are admitting that they're, liver, they're releasing just their livery is Haas and Williams. But realistically, lots of the teams won't add on their final components until testing or even the first week. Hold on, so, so that Haas reveal, that was the livery and not the car? 
livery and not the oh. car. Red Bull is the car, and Williams are saying it's just a livery. But I'm, I think take those those uh, figures with a pinch of salt. Yeah, um, I, I don't know why they bother. I mean, the old days, you know, go back to the eighties. We didn't we didn't didn't even have these reveals. They'll just take the new car testing. Do you know what? And the press would take reviews. photographs of the car in the pits. That's good enough for me, Vin. Vin. Why didn't they have reveals? They have reveals. They didn't have reveals because there was nothing to reveal it on. Well, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, right. in fact, no, I think Finn's, no, funny no, enough, no Facebook, no, I think no, Finn's hit the nail on the head, isn't it? Because in my, in my day, in the 80s, there was no internet, so there wouldn't be much point in having a big reveal. Yeah, okay, Finn, I'll give you that. It's, it's, it's because of all this technology we have nowadays. Now, um, maybe to hit the younger demographic of listeners, um, yeah. the, uh, the thing I most look forward to about these deliveries is there's a YouTuber called TomoF1. Yeah. Um, and then he does remakes of all the liveries, and I think that's really interesting. How do you mean remakes? So, what would you mean remakes of the liveries? He goes on to a graphic design um, utensil yeah. or you know, application on, on, on a computer, yeah. and then remakes it, and then records himself remaking it. So, and then he edits it down to so a 10 minute video, and then you get to see his thought process behind so it. So, does he change the livery subtly or completely? Mm. Uh, both. So, with, he does each 10 cards before the start of the season. Yeah. And they say, well, I don't like how they've used this sort of blue. Oh, right. But if you look at their main sponsor, Cognizant, they use a lighter green. So if I use a lighter green here, oh. what does that look like? I'll tell you what, Joe, that, I, 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 that, that does green, sound uh, interesting. I'll give you that. I, I like the sound of that. Now, Joe, I've got uh, Who Am I coming up. Have you... I've, sir, I've got a quote. Oh, good. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. I don't really understand that one, Joe, if I'm honest. So would you want me to say it again? Yes. Okay. Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. So what you do does make a difference. So be kind. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, there you go. I hope everyone enjoyed that one. Yeah, I'm still thinking I've about I've got three one. faces looking very, very energised. Who is? After that. <laughs> three faces looking back at me looking very energised. Probably looking slightly... That. Bemused, I think. That was very poor. <laughs> so what you're saying, Finn doesn't like that. So what you're saying is you need to think carefully about what you do because what you do affects other people. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's fair enough. Does that have any... That's quite that is also just a bit of common sense. It, I, well, Finn, I agree with you. It is kind of kind of common sense. Uh, Joe, have you linked that into motorsport at all? Um, yeah. Because you get penalties if you push them off track, so... Yes? Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay, well, yeah, you've answered that well. Right, folks, this time to get your thinking caps on. It's over to Who Am I? I'm going to give you three facts about a driver. I'm going to pretend I am that driver, by the way. Um, so I, I'm going to talk, I'm going to read these uh, statements out in the first person. Can you do the accent of the driver, no. please? Um, so I'm going to say I, where of course it's not me, it's I'm pretending I'm, I'm the driver. Um, if it was me, I'd say I drive a minibus, wouldn't I? What's the top speed? Oh, probably, I, I, I don't really get much above 40 or 50. Is it limited? Is it limited? I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't got, I don't go that fast to, to know. Here we go. Right. Thinking caps on. I'm going to ask you, and I've read out these three statements. You might not know who it is, but I want you to share your thoughts, 
uh, what I've done here, I've stolen this from BT Sport. There's a program called The, the Rugby The Rugby Is On. Uh, Hugo Monnier uh, hosts that, and, and, and he, this, this is the quiz that he does. Hugo Monnier, by the way, old boy of Lord Wandsworth, my old school. And I yeah, we played them old, last uh, weekend. Oh, I'm playing them this weekend. I'm playing them tomorrow. At what? Oh, good luck, Joe. Hockey. You're playing once with a hockey home or away? Away. Away. Okay, Ed. Oh, you... Joe, just saying, the match tees are very good. All right. Oh, I look forward. Just, so, just Ed, that. Very you've good. played Lord Bonsworth at hockey. How did it go for you? Um, we lost about five nil, I think. Okay, that's it not too wasn't bad. great. Um, yeah, it wasn't brilliant. Um, Finn. Finn. <laughs> Are you playing hockey at all, Finn, or not? No. You're not playing. So what, what do you do? Uh, trying to get try get into the sevens team. Okay, so uh, when you have games during the week, you're doing rugby sevens as opposed to hockey? No, I do sevens on Tuesday. Yeah. But, but I don't really bother trying to try and knock it. It's a bit boring. No. Well, hockey's a bit boring. going to speak a bit louder, Finn, because we're struggling to hear you. Um, right, here we go. Fact number one. I won Le Mans at my first attempt in 2015. Okay. Fact number two. I'm fluent in German, Dutch, French and English. Fact number three. Uh, this season I will race for my seventh different Formula One team. Okay, let's go to Ed. What are you thinking? Just share, me, share your thoughts. Hold on, Joe. Let's go to Ed first. So, for the first clue, is that the Le Mans one? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, I'm assuming it's going to be an F1 driver. And um, I'm just thinking, who's who's raced in Le Mans? Well, Brendan Hartley, a few years ago, he's raced in Le Mans. Fernando Alonso, he's raced in Le Mans. Nico Hülkenberg, he's raced in Le Mans. And uh, now I think about the languages. What was it? German, Dutch, French. And English. English. Okay. Nico Hülkenberg, he's German, he's probably going to know German then. He knows English, we've seen him in interviews. Dutch, yeah, French, probably. And has he raced for seven different F1 teams? I reckon he probably has. I think it's yeah, Nico okay, so that's, that's, I like, I like what you're thinking there. Uh, Joe, are you thinking anything? I got to Hülkenberg or Alonso, and then realised Alonso would be able to speak Spanish. Oh, that, that, I like that. Finn, anything to add to that? Uh, no. No, no, no thought. <laughs> But I knew it was Hulkenberg when you said the 17th team because I saw yeah. that like two Well, actually, you're, you're all correct. It was Nico Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg. Um, 2015 Le Mans, where he, he won uh, for Porsche, that was the last Le Mans I went to. It was a good race, actually, because we had, we had uh, Toyota, uh, Porsche and Audi um, at the front of the field. It was, yeah, it was really good. Um, funny enough, I had tickets for the 2016 race. I booked to go, and I backed out at the last second. Not because of the weather, Finn. It wasn't because it was too hot. It was because my parents had just got a new puppy, a uh, golden sheep, a puppy. And I thought, you know what? I, I want to spend the weekend with a puppy. So I that's why I didn't go to Le Mans in 2016. Um, I don't regret that. Um, I, can, I can go to Le Mans again. What's that, Joe? Would you go to Le Mans again? I, actually, I probably won't actually, because because it's because it's such a big event. It's quite the whole thing's quite a hassle. Um, it's expensive to go to. 
you don't really get much of a taste of the local culture because when you're at the circuit really all the time um it's probably just a bit too much too many people too much money i i probably prefer going to the slightly smaller events the spa six hours the monster six hours um well, you get a reasonable crowd there, but it's 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 cheaper as well. So I don't, also don't fancy camping for three days either. So uh, I probably won't go again, actually, in all fairness. Um, okay. Now, what's that, Joe? Um, so uh, moving on. Yeah. Um, so what else is there? What we've got to look forward to in the coming well, weeks? We've got the, the lip reveals, not car reveals. The lip, God, the livery reveals. I mean, we are scraping the barrel if we're talking about livery reveals. Uh, funny enough, there is, there is a race this weekend, actually. It's, uh, it's the Bathurst 12 Hours, the first round of the GTE Intercontinental Challenge. Um, so it's a race for GT3 cars. Valentino Rossi will be taking part in that. Um, What's interesting about, I mean, Bathurst is a great, great race. Like I, I have been there. Uh, I went there in 2003 um, to the, what's it called? The, 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 the thousand, was it the thousand kilometers? Um, they got a big V8 race there in, in October. Um, but this, this 12 hour sports car race, it starts at seven in the morning. So it starts in, in darkness. I don't know of any other race that starts in the dark. And then, of course, it will finish in the dark, won't it? So it starts seven in the morning, uh, then finishes seven in the evening. I, it might it might be light actually, seven o'clock in, in Australia in, in the summertime. Um, that'll be. I expect you can probably watch that on YouTube. Um, I'll I'll sort of dipping in and out of that. But Bathurst, great great racetrack. Um, GT3 cars, you know, work really well there. Valentino Rossi's there as well, so it might be worth dipping into that. Right, how are we doing? I, I've kind of run out of things to say. In terms of meeting up, as there's nothing on really this weekend, uh, I think we ought to leave it a couple of weeks. Um, now, in half term, which is two weeks' time, um, Joe, are you aware, do you speak to your brother very much, that, that Tom has... Not I try not to. Like, I try to limit it. Well, well, Tom has lined up a guest for half term. Are you aware of that? Uh think so yeah. i'll speak to him more about it when i next see him so i think what we'll do is we'll probably meet up in two weeks time when we have uh, that guest i think it's from a british gt team so we'll get back together in two weeks uh until then uh, i think it's goodbye presenters were Nick, Joe, Ed, and Finn. The show was edited and produced by Nick. Results still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic Out of Botulinum Toxin A is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well